Good day, everybody, and what's up? Welcome to the podcast for Selfless Sex and She Comes First. I am Dr. Nick Myers. Today is June the 21st, 2022, and I hope you all are having a great day out there. So just a bit of news real quick. Of course, I always like to say welcome to all of the new members of the Instagram group and the new members of the Facebook group. So just be sure to go back and check out some of the older posts and the older podcasts, and I really hope you enjoy yourself. Secondly, I just realized that I've been doing this podcast now off and on for four years already, and time is really flying. So yes, it's been four years. So onward and upwards, and that's all I can really say about it. So in today's podcast, it's going to start with a question, and the answer may seem easy, but is it ever okay to withhold sex in a marriage or in your relationship? So in this podcast, let's kind of get into the what is it, why does it happen, and can you survive, or better yet, can your relationship survive going through that? So let's talk about that today. So to get this podcast started, the behavior of withholding sex can have many causes. For example, it can be caused by a big recent blow up fight that you guys had or something even traumatic from their past, even from years ago or decades ago, and it's showing itself now. But basically, if you ever hear your partner say, I'm not having sex with you anymore, you know that there is a problem. And for one young lady, she said, when he stopped initiating, I figured he was no longer interested in me. I'm not going to reach out. And then to continue, a gentleman said, when I try to be affectionate, she seems to brush it off like she's too busy. I don't want to be rejected. So in many cases, there will be signs, and it may not just happen overnight, but you need to be careful about that. What is sexual withholding? Well, according to Dr. Katherine Hurtling, she says it's a very complex issue which typically falls into one of two categories. Number one, sexual withholding as a form of abuse. And this is where one partner deliberately withholds sex and affection from the partner as a form of punishment and or blackmail. To continue this form of sexual withholding can be also used as a form of control within the relationship. And number two, sexual withholding as an avoidance strategy. And this is where one of the partners will deliberately avoid sex and intimacy within their relationship. And this can manifest in several ways, whether it be through flat out avoidance, refusal, or a more nuanced sexual disinterest. And in this situation, feelings of self-exposure and judgment can leave both partners feeling confused, rejected, and resentful. All of these factors can unsettle what could be a perfectly healthy relationship. So why do people withhold sex? And in some circumstances, it's due to a breakdown in communication when it comes to some sort of sexual health issue or some event from their past. 
And then this way, when it starts, where it's triggered, one of the partners may kind of just like brush off sex or, or intimacy. And in turn, it comes off as being disinterested in sexual activity. And then this is where it snowballs into the couple where both of them will actually stop trying to initiate sexual activity with one another. And then in the end, it becomes sexual withholding. Alternatively, sexual withholding can be triggered by having a negative sexual experience or a personal sexual issue around sexual health. Like for example, if you're having pain during sex, would you really want to have sex? Probably not. And, and in medical terms, that's called dyspareunia. So yes, it does occur both in men and in women. And then on the personal level, it could be something like having an erectile dysfunction or having a low sexual libido or low sexual desire when it comes to sexual intercourse. And then again, on a personal level, life can be just stressful and you're really just not in the mood to have it. Like you're just too tired to have sex. And then finally, if your partner is actually pressuring you to have sex over and over and over again, do you really want to have sex with them? Probably not. The next question is, how can you tell when you are actually experiencing sexual withholding in your relationship? Well, it may appear as one of the following three things. Number one, your partner frequently dismisses or avoids acts of affection or intimacy. This does not just have to be sex, or this can be dismissing things like holding hands, kissing, hugging, or any form of general touch. Number two, your partner often dismisses or rejects sex when you initiate it. They might say something like, I don't feel like it, or I'm too tired, or they're just too stressed out. Number three, they avoid situations that could lead to sex, such as things like date nights, and they, and they may start to go to bed earlier or getting up way before their partner, and this is out of the norm for them. Here is how sexual withholding appeared in a marriage of a young lady named Alicia. Maybe you can relate to this. She said, My husband doesn't seem to be attracted to me or interested in sex with me. I feel like we have a role reversal when it comes to sexual desire. This has been from the beginning, and then there's always a new reason why for him. When we first got married, he says, I was too focused on sex, too aggressive, so I stopped initiating. Well, when I stopped initiating, we would go weeks or even a couple of months without sex. Then he said it was because he was too stressed. He, wasn't, he was in the military at that time. Now he's out of the military and things have improved for about a year. In fact, now we have two kids in two years. Then it was because he can't focus on sex because the house is a mess. So I try to make sure the house is clean when I want to be intimate. He can't focus on sex with, with the kids needing so much. It's a cycle. We have sex on the regular for a while, then something happens or life gets busy. Then we slow down and then we stop. We go for weeks with no sex and no obvious desire for sex. It's not just a lack of sex, 
is that the touching stops, the kissing beyond the peck, holding hands, hugs. He doesn't, he doesn't do any of that, even though he knows my love language is touch. He also seems to be unbothered. It would be one thing if we were busy, but desired each other. But it's like he doesn't even miss it. I don't want to think he's, he's withholding sex from me, but I'm not sure. Things usually can come to a head after several weeks with me crying and being angry that we've gone for so long. He feels bad for making me feel unloved. We start having sex on the regular again. I think it's pity sex, but, but the cycle continues. We go through this about two to three times a year. It's exhausting. We've done counseling, and I've asked if, he, if he's still attracted to me or if there's an issue. We talk frankly, but it always occurs again. The next question is this. Is it ever okay to withhold sex from your partner? And the easy answer is no, but I, I would prefer to say it depends. Because hear me out. Because sometimes life is a mess. People get stressed out, they're overworked, they're tired, they got too many things on their plate at the same time, and they actually do not have time for sex. They're just too busy or too tired or just too worn out. Things happen. And with that said, if you are, are actually withholding sex from your partner in order to do them harm, either on the, the mental level or on the emotional level, that's not good. That's not good at all. In my opinion, that just took this whole thing to another level. And maybe you need therapy or counseling to work it out, but trying to do your partner harm, that's not a good thing. And finally, the last question is, can a couple recover from sexual withholding? And I think so. They have to have some very open and honest conversations with each other, and there may be plenty of tears that go along with it. Like, for example, you can ask just a few questions to get the conversation started. Number one, is there a specific event or issue that you would like to share with your partner? Number two, how does it make you feel when there's a lack of intimacy in the relationship? Number three, when did this lack of intimacy start or when did you become aware of it? And number four, what type of intimacy would you like to see in your relationship? Like, for example, like more sex, more handholding, more words of affirmation. You can even go through the five love languages and take that test. And just to be honest here, some couples won't make it because the damage has been done. And for them, the emotional toll has just been too much. But I believe for the vast majority of couples out there, once they start talking and start to work things out, they should be OK. So in closing, I just want to say that going through an event of sexual withholding in your marriage or your relationship can be a very trying time for all those involved. And yes, sexual withholding can be caused by many things, even, even from things in the past or something as current as an argument that you guys had last night, which turns into a big blow up fight, which carries on for a few days. And then, next, and then the next thing you know, it's been a few weeks or months since you had sex. But the one big suggestion I do have, if you're struggling to try to solve this issue on your own, 
please reach out to a sexual counselor or a sexual therapist. They may be better equipped to help you navigate these troubled waters. So on that note, I'm out. You guys have a great day. Stay tuned and I'll talk to you soon.